You're listening to the RX Investor Podcast. Our mission is to help 10,000 pharmacists and other healthcare professionals achieve financial freedom through commercial real estate investing. We believe that if you reach financial independence, you'll have the opportunity to bless your family, your patients, and your community more than you ever imagined. On our show, we interview incredible guests who are successful small business owners and investors. We talk with them about the most impactful tactics, lessons, and strategies that will help you excel in business and live your fullest life. Here are your hosts, Claude Kondo and Jeff Stark. Welcome to another episode of the RX Investor Podcast. Whether you are listening or watching, welcome to the show. We're glad you're here. My name is Jeff Stark, your host. We have Claude Kondo, my co-host. What's up, Claude? How are you doing? Good, man. How are you? Excited. Doing really well. So no guest on today's episode. This is a little bit more of like an organic conversation between you and me. Just talking about the market, getting updates on the company, and just more of like, I guess, a little bit more of a chit chat. Yeah. So this is the first one of these that we've done. We'll probably do this maybe a couple times a year moving forward, just to kind of keep everybody in the loop on what's happening with us, the company, and you know these kinds of conversations. I think value comes out of them at multiple points or at multiple different times in these kind of conversations. So. Or I guess I'll kick this conversation off by just giving everybody an update. A month ago, Claude and I went to a commercial real estate kind of crash course mastermind that lasted about five days. And it was a three-day kind of general... For three days, we covered the basics of commercial real estate investing and got to got some really good reminders on what people are doing successfully in the commercial real estate investment space. And that was followed up by a two-day crash course where we reviewed case studies that a bunch of our counterparts are working on. Some really big, really interesting, really successful deals and got to learn from some failures as well, which I know you and I both got a ton of value from, from that side. But anyway, let's start there. If you want to talk a little bit about your experience at the mastermind and, and what you learned and what your takeaways were, that would that would be awesome. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I we went there last last it was last month or you know, but just to me, it was just to be in that environment of people actually doing deals. And what was striking to me was how they were so, you know, looking forward for this market. So they're like, we can't wait, right? Versus when I was, you know, meeting with my brokers and like, you know, the deals are going, we are selling less and less. And when I went to this mastermind, they're like, we can't wait, right? We can't wait, even though the interest rates are higher, even though the media is saying that, hey, you know, real estate is crashing down. They were telling us, hey, this is the perfect time to actually buy because most people are kind of like staying on the sidelines and this is the time to actually invest. So it was just a different mindset where being in a mastermind group where we all encourage each other to, you know, to push ourselves to study the market, right? It's not just buying deals, deals and deals. It's actually studying the market saying, okay, what do we see this in three months? What do you see the opportunity in, in, in four months, five months? You know, we know that the interest rates are rising. We know that, right? That's a fact. 
How can we strategize to make sure that we take advantage of the market, right? Where the market is high or low, it's always the deal is a deal. If it's a good deal, it's going to it's gonna pencil out. So to me, that was, that, that was the biggest takeaway, just to see that optimism. You know, people are like so positive about the, the state of the market on real estate. Mm-hmm. And then coming out and meeting with brokers, we'll be like, oh, you know, it's like two different worlds. So to me, that was just a contrast, which is great. That's what we want. Yeah. Guys, if you're not a part of a community, you are missing out big time. When you get around other people who are interested in the same thing that you're interested in, or if it's like a business or like whatever industry that you're in that you're that you've been working in, you've got to get around other people and expose yourself to ideas that are coming from other people's brains. That is where the magic happens and that is where you learn and that is where you grow. You know, I mentioned that mastermind being three days of kind of introductory basic material. That stuff is all great to, you know, you kind of need that every now and then to reset yourself, maybe get back to a healthy baseline. But the real magic happens when you're in between those meetings, when you're networking with people, when you're, you know, when you're making new friendships, you're meeting somebody that you could do business with. That's where even though that those first three days were kind of like introductory and basic, there's still great things happening every couple hours. So I just encourage you to get around other people who are like-minded, passionate about the same thing and people that you can grow from. Claude, the two or three final days of the mastermind, we got to review case studies. And like I said earlier, really interesting successes and really interesting failures. I think those are like the two big areas that interested me the most. Was there anything from that part of the mastermind that stuck out for you? Yeah, to me, it was just how they were using, or one of our you know, colleagues were using different strategies to get a deal done, you know, mm. whether doing a, you know, I'm going to go a little bit technical, doing a master lease, doing mm-hmm. a seller financing, all those different strategies. Because one of our mentors was saying the other day that, you know, the market is the market, right? It's just the strategy that makes someone successful or not successful, right? So, mm-hmm. for example, last year, you know, there were low interest rates, so money was really cheap to buy, right? To buy real estate. Now it's actually cash is king, right? Because if you have cash, you can buy versus, you know, going through the banks and banks are really, really tightening up their underwriting, right? So that's exactly right. So it depends. Each market requires a different strategy. You know, it's just one box where you can put everything in one box. You just have to apply to, you know, different strategy, which, which I love the most, you know, and just looking at guys that are doing, 20 millions or 15 millions and seller financing or master lease or, you know, all those different kind of strategies was just, to me, was just mind blowing. And the, the second part you mentioned was well as well, networking, right? Because mm. we got a partner actually through that networking that we're yeah. working on a deal together and, you know, we're still on, in negotiating. I will see this week if it goes through or not. But yeah, so th- those are the, the best place. Proximity is power, right? Mm-hmm. Being around those people that have the same value, the same goals, it's always important. It's pricey. You know, Jim Rohn was saying that you have to invest in your personal growth. You know, your personal yeah. growth reflects your ba- your banking, your checks, right? How much money you have in the bank, it reflects your personal growth. So just 
to me, it always starts to me like I need to be in a network with people that have the same goal as me and just push each other, you know, that accountability to go even farther and helping our families and helping our investors as well. So that's really critical. Yeah, the accountability part of it is huge for me as well. You know, I think one of the first guys that got up on stage was talking about how he found the community and joined it. You know, he invested in in himself like you're talking about. But for this guy in his particular situation with this one deal that he was working on, he didn't get paid for three years. But because he joined this community, he surrounded himself with people that were going to keep him accountable, push him towards that goal, push him forward. And eventually that check came and it was all worth it when it did. Yes. yes. So stories like that and what you're talking about, the accountability, the, the proximity, that is, you know, when you prioritize those things and you, you're very intentional about those parts of your business or investing or whatever it is, that's where the magic happens, which I think is so cool. Let's switch gears a little bit. Or unless you want to, is there anything else about the mastermind that you want to mention before we kind of switch gears to like market update or? No, no, I think we, we, we touch. You know, all, right. all the main points, the feedback that we got from, from the mastermind. All right, great. So let's switch gears a little bit then and, and talk about the market. Like, I think you've kind of already like hinted at a couple things, but from your perspective as a small business owner, you know, somebody that's running a couple of pharmacies at the same time and investing in commercial real estate, you talk to banks. What are some interesting things that you're seeing out there today that is different? from just a few months ago and then looking forward to the horizon what things do you see changing and you know groups like ours rx real estate investment having to either add to their tool bag or just new processes or new ways to do business so kind of curious to hear your thoughts about all that yeah i want to do for let's start with the state of market the, the way i see it the market is, has changed drastically the last six months. Yeah. You know, going from like 2.5, 3% interest to like seven, uh, you know, eight. So it, it has changed a lot. And the banks, they did adjust the underwriting. So they are becoming really, really picky about what deals they will finance, right? Now, like we said before, we just have to kind of adjust to the market by bringing a different strategy. So now we've been trying to, get seller financing, doing master lists and all those different strategies so we can get the deals done. And we believe actually this is most investors been waiting for this this year or this kind of time for a while, for since 2010, right? Yeah. So because the market went through such a, a high value appreciations and cheap money. And now it's about using strategies. You have to think. And so that to most seasoned investors, they are really, really, really optimistic about this kind of market because, you know, we look back in this time, five years ago, be like, I wish I could buy more deals, right? So right. that was the same thing I had 2008. I was like, I wish I have enough resources to buy more deals. But we've, we feel like, and not just me, but, you know, our mastermind group, they feel like this is, this is one of the, the season where, you know, you look back, say, you know, it was the best season to invest, right? Because to, to me, it's always about season, right? There's a season to to sow, there's a season to to reap, right? So I think this season, it's, it's to sow and and with strategies, right? So mm-hmm. to me, that's not looking at the bank, how the bank are becoming really picky. 
And now it, now you can buy stuff for cash and we finance in two, three years and, you know, get your money back and do the same or sell a financing or like there's so many strategies, right? So you shouldn't be sitting on the sideline. This is the time to actually be a little bit aggressive. Can I pause you there and ask a question? So everything that you're kind of describing makes sense to me. We're on the mm-hmm. same team. We're, mm-hmm. you know, at RX Real Estate Investment. We go out and we find opportunities, commercial real estate opportunities to invest in. So, you know, this conversation between you and I makes sense. From the investor perspective, mm-hmm. you're talking about the market today and the interest rates going up and all of this new opportunity mm-hmm. for an investor, though, somebody that has some cash sitting on the sidelines. Some of these terms that you're throwing around might not make a lot of sense, but what about? Can you just describe a little more, go a little bit more in depth about what it means for an investor who has $50,000 or $100,000? Maybe it's sitting in an IRA or a 401k and they want to use it in a new way. Like, What is this time of opportunity? What does it mean to somebody in that kind of situation that has that kind of money that they want to grow it in a new way? Yeah, that's such a great question because I'm always... Looking at myself as an investor, right? I, I usually yeah. consume my own products. So to me, if I look back three, four months ago, you know, buying real retail centers, it was, you know, stabilized. It was about like six, six percent cap rate. Mm-hmm. And then if I have to get as an investor, I have to get like eight percent cash on cash return, then right. you know, it, it couldn't work. But this time around, because there's less buyers on the market. So cap rate has started rising up, right? So if ca- if cap rate rise up, then my cash on cash return might be actually even better, right? So if I mm-hmm. was buying a 6% cap rate, now it's a 9% cap rate. That means potentially I can get my 8% cash on cash, my 9% cash on cash. And once it's fully stabilized, I can get maybe 10% or it depend of the strategies and the, your exit strategies and, 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 and the deals that you're working on. So to, as an investor, this is exciting because... The cash I was getting last year was good, but this year I'm going to get even more, right? So I can even invest more. So as as an investor myself, I'm excited because I know that cap rates are actually rising. So, and there's that, there's that margin that I can get my cash on cash return the way I want to get. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it, if it makes sense. Yeah, it's making sense. There's the possibilities for getting higher returns because of the change in the marketplace. Yes. They're slightly better than they have been over the past few quarters. Yes. Maybe a few years even. Yeah. I want to just add a couple of different points to and this year too it's like bonus depreciation will be eighty percent, right? So that's still right. good time to get tax tax break on that. So the depreciation part I'm still getting that. And then the other part too is it depends on the market. So if you get seller financing and three years, four years you refinance and get my money back plus my cash on cash on a yearly basis or a monthly basis or a quarterly basis. So to me, it's still, it's still a great time to, to invest as an investor. So yeah. I'm just throwing out those main three points. Yeah. And bonus depreciation, it was, a, I believe it was 100% in 2022. Yes. It's 80% this year and yes. it goes down by 20% every year. So next year it'll go down at 60, 40% the year after that and so on and so forth. At least that's the current plan. Yeah. Let's go back to like 
looking forward now. So over the next, let's say six months, over the next year, I'll just kind of leave it open-ended. Maybe just give us like your vision on what you think is going to continue happening in the marketplace. And this time of new opportunity that we're in, how that will change moving forward over the next six months or the next year. Yeah, I'm a student of life as well. So I'm studying this market as you know everyone else. So I don't... Yeah. But what I've seen is it looks like the market will continue to, the interest rate will continue to rise, right? And we're going to start seeing a little bit of pain. Unfortunately, for some people, they took some bridge loans that might be coming due either mid this year or early next year. So we're going to start seeing some pains, unfortunately, for some, some people. But for others that were prepared, that could might be a really, really great opportunity to really pick up a couple of great deals, right? So because some like I don't know if you 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 not you you knew but like Blackstone default on a I think it was over eighty billion dollars of it was in Europe, you know, of, of a note wow. because it was a floating interest rate. They couldn't catch up with the payment. I mean I know wow. they're gonna negotiate and get it maybe fixed rate or so forth. So that's a micro perspective looking at Blackstone but on a smaller scale, you know, same stuff. People bought multifamilies or retail on a floating rate. And those floating rates are actually the market rate right now. So it's hard to pay 8% when you told your investor that I bought this at 2.5%. So it's going to be, those yeah. pain will, will come up a lot, you know, the next couple of months. And so we'll see some deals, you know, getting retrade or and if you couple with banks financing too so it'll be like a to me it'd be like a perfect storm to get a couple mm. great deals i hope i'm wrong because i don't want people to suffer but that's what i can see on the market as far as rx rei man you know we look at so many deals even yesterday yeah. we were talking about you know some lois that we need to send and and just yeah. discussing strategies so we have a team that's underwrite deals every single day looking at I don't know, 20 deals and we're still looking out. And then I know Jeff is a master of, of reaching out to sellers. And, you know, we do everything that we can to, to get the best deal that we can. Mm -hmm. We just don't want to get this to get this one. I get a, a perfect deal, right? Even though perfect is not really true, but I want to get the best deal because I'm the consumer. I want to make sure that my money is going far, right? And that's the same thing as you, Jeff. So in RXII, we're doing everything we can between acquisitions, underwritings, uh, reaching out to sellers directly, calling brokers and doing all, all the things that we can just to make sure that we can get a great product for our investors. Yeah. And the best place to learn about those potential deals and all of the work that we're doing behind the scenes is go to rxrei.com. Sign up for our newsletter, which we send out around the 15th of every month. It's got a recap of some of the podcasts that we've done in there. And then any new investment opportunities that we make available to the investors that sign up in our investor platform. That We've announced a couple new investments over the past quarter or two, which have been really exciting for our team. Mm. And we're hoping to present a couple others here pretty, pretty soon. Yes. So again, go to rxrei.com, sign up for our monthly newsletter. You can also book either me or Claude for a quick call if you're interested in finding more about our group and how we do things.
Claude, anything else before we close out this mini episode? Uh, no, man. I, I love, I love, you know, just exchanging ideas and talking and, you know, and, and getting like big takeaway from, from our mastermind and just, you know, spending time with you, man. I always enjoy spending time with you. Cheers, brother. We'll do it again soon. All right. Thanks, Claude. All, right, all right, man. Take care. Thanks for listening to another incredible episode of the RX Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please do us a huge favor and hit that subscribe button, give us a five-star review, and leave a comment telling us what you learned. This will help us reach 10,000 pharmacists, doctors, and other healthcare professionals. If you know someone that could benefit from listening to our conversations, we ask that you share this episode with them. None of the content in today's episode should be considered financial advice. We strive to educate and provide a platform for our guests to tell us about their stories and their experiences. You should always seek the guidance of your trusted financial advisor or CPA before making any financial decisions. To all the RX investors out there, thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Hey guys, it's Jeff. I want to interrupt the show very briefly and make sure that you know that the company RX Real Estate Investment is the main sponsor of the podcast. RX Real Estate Investment knows that pharmacists and other healthcare professionals are often overworked, overstressed, don't have the time or energy to think about investing. RX Real Estate Investment is the solution to that problem. It's a company that was founded by a pharmacist with the mission to provide commercial real estate investment opportunities to 10,000 pharmacists and people just like you. The team at RX Real Estate Investment is committed to building long-lasting relationships with investors and helping you reach financial independence. I know all of this because I'm on the team and I could not be more enthusiastic about making this kind of investment opportunity available to people just like you. So if you want to find out more about the company, you can go to rxrei.com to learn more about our leadership team, review our investment strategy and criteria, and sign up for an account in our investor portal. Again, that URL is rxrei.com. See you there.